I'm Scott Hansen with NFL Red Zone, and you are listening to the Gridiron Gentlemen. Hello, and welcome back to the Gridiron Gentlemen podcast. We are here to talk about in our long run of deep dives. We're getting there. We're gradually getting there. Hopefully we'll be done by the start of the season. Um, the New York Jets. And it's all changing the Jets. I can't wait to get to this one. This one's going to be a fun one. To do this, we have Phil. Phil, how's it going? Very good. Thank you, Daniel. How are you? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. And we have James. James, how's it going? It's going great. I'm excited for this episode. Yes. So, for the to believe the New York Jets are going to improve, you have to accept that the collapse of the Broncos last year was entirely the prob- fault of Russell Wilson. Because they their offensive coordinator this year is Nathaniel Hackett. I wanted to do that as a bit. Uh, if you listen to the last podcast, pretty much straight before this one, but uh, that's clearly not the case. That works. It does. That works. That's a link. So. Yeah, I like I it. So. In order, it's great. Yeah, one hundred percent. Right. I mean, the biggest change for the Jets is at quarterback, right? Mm. Yeah, the year-on-year improvement of Zach Wilson. Yeah. yeah, and you know he's looking pretty good in preseason. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, he's had the ultimate incentive, hasn't he? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is going to sleep with more milfs than Zach Wilson, so like he needs to, he needs to, le- <laughs> he needs to raise his game right now. Absolutely, yeah. Because like Aaron goes for quality and Zach goes for the volume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all like big hair, don't we? Um, but it's um, <laughs> anyway. I'm going to there. There was a moment I've seen like a clip from. Uh, hard knocks where they're looking at uh, plays trying to work out whether it's a a, a pass or a run based mm. on how they're faking and Zach Wilson sort of looks across at Aaron Rodgers saying oh you're too easy to work out what you're doing and Aaron Rodgers literally just goes so did you say <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say I was actually like I almost relate to that <laughs> <laughs> oh no i'm relating to aaron Rodgers. oh this has gone horribly wrong <laughs> do we want to start with the good for the jets because there is some bad oh. there is some bad but i i think i think we should we should we should go in heavy on the good things for the jets yeah let's let's start with the fact that aaron Rodgers is a massive improvement on any quarterback play they've had for yeah. ever actually Time. yes <laughs> Was Time the last the good memorial. quarterback they had wearing like a fur coat? Yes, he was. There were three games, I think, yeah. um, in the nineties where Neil O'Donnell was really good. <laughs> I think there were. There were a couple of Fitzmagic games where Fitzmagic oh, was point. very good. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and Ken O'Brien, who they drafted fifteen picks before the Dolphins drafted Marino. Yeah, in '83, he and Marino played in what is widely regarded as the greatest quarterback showdown of all all time. Yeah, and in that game, he was absolutely insane. But no, 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 he's the best quarterback. This is going to be the best quarterback play they've had since, yeah, ever. Like, I mean, ever. I I you don't have to adjust Namath for era. Yeah, yeah okay, fair point. Fair point. Yeah, um. But it's, Namath it, was terrible for about six years after the win. I don't think it's an exaggeration, though, that Aaron Rodgers makes this team a contender. 
No, I, d- don't get me wrong. I'm all for hilarious jokes here about how few Super Bowls he's won. Uh, and we'll fit a few in if you one. like. One Super Bowl, yeah. Won as many Super Bowls as... Um, um, Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Nick Foles has won as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers. That is true, yes. Indeed. Indeed. And as many Super Bowl MVPs. I want that yep. noted. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yep. This is very true as well. Um, Aaron Rodgers should probably have won more Super Bowls by now. But we... I feel it's a bit almost sad. like kept choking in the playoffs. Yeah, sad. but I also oh, feel well. a bit bad because we don't say that about Drew Brees, do we? No, because Drew Brees is reasonably likable. <laughs> that's exactly that's that's the difference, isn't it? That <laughs> Drew Brees is likable. That's the only real difference there. Drew Brees also, yeah, for a period in time, had a stretch of about eight years that was more productive than any quarterback that's ever lived. Yeah. And also was surrounded by precisely zero talent for most of his career. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I think was... the first legit receiver he had was Marcus Colston, actually. Yeah. And then probably two years of Michael Thomas. Yeah. When he was on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. It, this might be also the most talented team Aaron Rodgers had for a while. <sighs> Definitely for the last couple of seasons. Hmm. I think sometimes we overlook how talented some of those Green Bay teams were. Oh, absolutely. we spend far too much time joking about the fact they choked again. Should, should we already just slot David Bakhtiari in at left tackle where Dwayne Brown's still on PUP? And they, they'll put a trade in for, for David Bakhtiari. Is that, yeah, that's that, what Bakhtiari that's, wishes he was. Yes. That's going he to happen, He misses Aaron right? desperately. Yeah. <laughs> like, do we just slot him in there now and say that that becomes then a pretty decent offensive line? Like My friends are there. Yeah. The friends are there. Randall's there. Lazard's there. I want to be with them. I miss Aaron. It is quite hilarious how many Green Bay Packers players are now on this team where Aaron Rodgers has gone, I want him and I want him and I want him. Um, I think the wide receiving group's interesting and I think it's quite good actually. Like, I think Alan Lazard was actually a pretty good pickup. Yes, because he's not your number one talent, which is hundred percent. Yeah, good. Yeah, you yeah. got Garrett Wilson on the team for starters. You pick up McCole Hardman as well, which I think is a good one as well. Corey yep. Davis is still pretty good. Yep, good so as like, number two slash three receiver. So yes, Garrett Wilson is your number one, and then fighting out for number two, three, and four, you've got Alan Lazard, Corey Davis, McCole Hardman. I don't hate it, and Randall Cobb's yeah. there as well. But um, well, he brings experience. He does that. Also, don't hate Tyler Conklin, CJ Uzama as well. Like they've got talent in two tight ends, and we've talked about how many teams don't even have a tight end really of note. I quite like that as well. And then obviously at running back, the pickup of Dalvin Cook makes them a very scary prospect at running back. I think Michael Carter, Definitely. Dalvin Cook, and Brees Hall. That's that's incredible. Yeah. The tragedy is that not one single one of them has been the best Jets running back in preseason. No. Israel Abanikanda has been freaking awesome. He has been, yeah. Been really, really good. Um, and he has been explosive. He's been he's run with power. He's just he has produced game yeah. in game out with consistency. And I would be amazed if he wasn't running back poor. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. But I'd imagine they might try and make space for him at least. So yeah, definitely. I think 
the joy of this, and we'll talk about the offensive line as well. The big, the big gaps. Dwayne Brown, if he's still on the PUP list at the moment, that's not great. Uh, it's a big step down when Billy Turner takes over, but it's still not awful. But Joe Tipman is a pretty decent pickup as well. He's been amazing. Yeah, he's been astonishing in preseason. Really, really good. Played really well, and I'm astonished that he hasn't won the job yet because he's been Con- so good. Connor McGovern as well is is so so. Lakin Tomlinson's pretty good, and then obviously Elijah Vera Tucker, Max Mitchell, very good on that side as well. So, like the the line seems, I don't know, good enough for Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he should be able to do something behind that line. We're also hopeful that Mackay Beckton is going to be. Yeah, he's got to come back at some point. Yeah, healthy. He he. Because because every time he's played on the field, he's yep. been good. Yep, he's been good. He just can't yeah. stay healthy. No. If you can get a, a, a you know a healthy Makai Beckton and a healthy Vera Tucker, that right side of that offensive line is really good. Yeah, agreed. Definitely. I mean, just in general, I really like this. This I think the team is is solid. I think they've done a really good job of putting a decent team together. And I think it's evident that they think they can run for a Super Bowl this year. There is a two-meter-wide exhaust port on the offensive line, though. Yeah. And it is um, current starting left tackle. Yeah, agreed. Um, <laughs> um, Mr. Billy Turner, um, formerly yeah. of the, the Denver Broncos. Um, uh, so Billy Turner last year, um, not one of the better tackles in the NFL, I would say. I think he, I mean, you know, he just didn't really seem to be, mm. it's just, he's a replacement level tackle really for a team that, that ought to have more there. And and I'm going to, I'll say it up front now. Mm. I think there's a recipe here for us to potentially see in a worst case scenario, a frustrated Aaron Rodgers. Yes, if only because that's always potentially around the corner, as well. Oh, it's it's a coin flip away. He doesn't like it up him. He doesn't. He doesn't. The one thing oh, I'll say is, it does feel like there is a level of maturity, like that he really didn't want to be in Green Bay, and that really wasn't good for him. He does genuinely seem more relaxed yeah. and more chilled. Um. Yeah. And. Even at his advanced age, which is, you know, still young for me, um, he um, he can still cook. Like, you just need to let him cook. Nathaniel Hackett will love that. I mean, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you just need to let him play. Like, Aaron Rodgers will still play. He'll still make magic happen. And he'll still... Whatever happens, he's still an improvement on Zach Wilson. And this team was... Uh, Felt like it was a quarterback away last year, and pretty much everything is mostly the same. There's a couple of pieces that have changed, but generally, this team seemed ready to cause some problems in the AFC East. Now, more so is the case on defense, which is potentially the best defense in the league. It is astounding. Mm. Let's, I mean, start to front to back. Carl Lawson, great pickup. Uh, Quinn and Williams. Jonathan Franklin. The best Myers. of his position. Yeah. 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 Um, Alwoods. 
And then you look at the players that are backing them up as well. Jermaine Johnson from last year. Will McDonald was a pickup this year. Yeah. Linebacker, they've still got CJ Mosey. Quincy Williams is still very, very good as well. And then secondary, I mean, it's, it's just amazing. Source Gardner, if depending on how you feel, probably the best cornerback in the league. Jordan Whitehead is an excellent pickup. And Tony Adams has been playing solid as well. So, some some pearls about the source, right? Hmm. There's an argument to be made that there wasn't a single corner in the NFL last year that was better in man coverage. Yeah, I agree. There is an eye test argument and a statistical argument as well. Yeah. So, in man coverage, he allowed a completion percentage south of 40% hmm. in man coverage which is one of the lowest for any corner playing more than 100 snaps in the NFL. Yeah. Um, he had a passer rating allowed in man zone coverage combined of 53.9. Yeah. And had 14 pass breakups whilst having an average depth of target of 15.2 yards per attempt. Yeah. Um, and he gave up 361 yards and 34 receptions. Which and only gave up 105 yards after the catch on 30 receptions. Bonkers. The party allowed all year was 45 yards. This is a guy who's a rookie. Yep. You know, this shouldn't happen. He's not big. He is not that fast, but he is just one of the most fluid, sticky, and downright. He's just one of the best at mirroring a receivers. In the NFL already. He's one of the most frustrating players in the NFL. If 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 he's covering you, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Because you want to run away. And I was worried that you know, he was quite a handsy corner and I was worried that that might mm. come back to haunt him, but he doesn't need to use the hands to stay sticky. No. Because the hips, the way he mirrors and uses leverage, the way he kind of doesn't give people room. He just has a plan. And just his field awareness, it's just, it, 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 I don't know, maybe it's a flash in the pan for one season, but mm. it, it was one of the best man coverage performances across the season I've seen in a very long time. I mean, I, you know, it's up there with probably the last really good Stefan Gilmore season. Mm. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. No arguments here. It's uh the defense is astounding as well. Tony Adams is probably going to be at Adrian Amos. And the fact that Adrian Amos will be then on the bench, Bryce Hall on the bench, Ashton Davis on the bench, Michael Carter is going to play. But then you've got players like, I mean, Jermaine Johnson, Will McDonald are going to be fighting in a rotational pass rush. That's bonkers. Like this is, has all the potential to be an absolute letdown, by the way, as well. <laughs> like, but right now, I can't see it being anything else than stifling. So, th this defense can play as well as I think they can, running a similar, a system similar to what the nine has been running for the last however many years. Then the D, the offense just needs to be good enough to take advantage of that. And they are way better than that. Hmm. 
Yeah, I, you've got Robert Soller as your head coach, mm. so your defense is never going to suck. Yeah. And then you give him this boatload of talent. Yeah. I, I, I have no real concerns about their defense performing, really. No, it, it, I, I think, you know, if, if anything's going to go wrong for the Jets, it's going to be maybe in a bit of an adjustment period because, you know, new QB, new offensive coordinator, mm. new sort of gelling period may mm. take a little while to get rolling. Uh, and then also the capricious nature of said quarterback. Mm. Um, you know, you, most well, but then again, he does seem like he's mellowed somewhat, and he's just a bit happier. He in does, life. He? yeah. Yeah, he 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 seems less spiky and more chilled hippie instead. The underestimated is, thing. Yeah what the Jets have done as well is if you look at their starters, if you get the Owl Lads page up yeah. and you look at like seasons in which these players were drafted, a very large percentage of starters on offense and defense that we consider to be starter caliber players have all been drafted in the last five years. These are young players. Mm. So it's with the exception of quarterback, it looks like a team that is basically made of really good Building blocks, apart from obviously the right side of the offensive line, which is potentially awful. Um, I think it just says an awful lot. A roster that says, you know, there's there's also a succession plan and there is an element of depth. Mm. I think it just says a lot that they had potentially two of the offensive rookies of the year potential in Bryce Hall and Garrett Wilson. And the defense was way better. They lucked into two starting corners in the drive yep. last year. Two starting yep. corners. Not one good one and one mere one. They lucked into one excellent, almost elite level one. And one very good one. <laughs> so and that doesn't happen. That's like Seattle lucking into two tackles last year. It's like, you know. Yeah, that was a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> this Jets team is going to cause some problems in their division and that's the biggest problem I think they've got is that they're in a very competitive division Um, yeah they need to get the ground running from the get-go yeah they they can't afford to fall behind too far no but I could could definitely see them surprising a few teams yeah I mean there are issues within the other teams in their Mm. division that they could definitely take advantage of you know you've got the the QB play is going to be interesting in mm-hmm. Miami, depending on whether two is healthy. Yeah, uh, you've got the questionable offensive line play in Buffalo. Yeah, and wide receiver depth in Buffalo, and then you've got the Patriots, who while they will not be bad because Belichick simply will not allow that, there are question marks over the quarterback over offensive talent and so forth. Mm. So they're not going to be the force they once were. No. But or, or even as good as they were maybe a couple of seasons ago where they made the playoffs. Mm. You know, this is that's mm. not it's not the same team it was back then. So the Jets have have put themselves in a position to take advantage. 
Yeah, totally agree. So how do we see this team doing them? Like, realistically, the season ends... We saw them surprising people. Yeah. If this team's successful, is it that much of a surprise? No. I think a bigger surprise would be if they're not very good. Mm. And there is a potential reality where the, the left side of the offensive line is a factor. Absolutely. But I think come week 18... They're in the mix, definitely. Yeah, I, I see them. I don't know if they take the division, but no, I, don't think I do. see them making world, world card fairly comfortably. Yeah. I, I, I see them being locked into the playoffs probably from about week 15, 16. I also weirdly think Aaron Rodgers is going to have that season that the quarterbacks have as soon as they leave their team, which is just ridiculous for one year and then kind of go return to average the following year question for you Dan yeah if they make the playoffs yeah are you going to be as repulsed by Aaron's shit eating grin as you were when he uh, was no. in Wisconsin okay Just no because I'm already warming to him a little bit yeah it's it's, it's mm. very upsetting <laughs> he seems much more likeable it's it's very upsetting that yeah. he's, he seems like a much more likeable character now yeah all you need so, to oh, God's sake. <laughs> Hit the gold out of his jersey and he's fine. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Right. With that, we are going to wrap this one up. If you want to contact us, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or the Discord, which is the pinned tweet on our disc on our Twitter and our Instagram, which to get to, you just need to search at Gridiron Gents, um, where we have a lot of fun and talk about American football, which is a sport that we really love. But you already know that because you've just listened to a podcast on us talking about said sport. Uh, Phil, if people want to contact you, where can they get hold of you? Uh, you can get hold of me on Twitter at KnucklesHeavy7 and Instagram at PhilKnuckles. Nice. And James? And the Discord as well. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, and that too. Obviously. Uh, James, if people want to get hold of you, where can they get hold of you? Come to the Discord. That's the best way. Be there. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Or die. With that, we're sticking in New York or New Jersey, actually. And we're going to talk about the New York Giants next. Uh, in the next podcast. Thank you for listening and goodbye. Mm-hmm.